Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Hello and happy tax day. Yeah, hopefully you got that filed. Yep, everybody's favorite day, taxes. All the uh, accountants are going to crack some champagne at midnight. Vacation time now. They're done. I know. You know, you always think it's vacation time. And then there's all those people who just had to file late. And so (laughs) that extended (laughs) the old extension button. So. So today we are talking about leveraging insight and or insights, either one. And uh, this is basically uh, I, recently I was traveling and uh, I picked up on a really cool idea from a friend of mine who has a, uh, a strategic planning tool called Insights to Action. But she says that insights without action or action without insights are either useless or destructive. Yeah, well, it could be, yeah. So you think about that. Like insights without action, what does that mean? That's like somebody curing cancer and then never telling anyone about it. That would be the useless portion. portion. That would be the useless portion, right? So we figured out this great cure to cancer and we're just going to put it in our book and never do anything with it. And then you think about action without insights is you know going ahead and trying to make a decision on something that's uninformed, right? So you think about how destructive that could be. Like, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, well, you might have the flu. So I'm going to give you all the medicine for the flu and never look and see what that is, right? Like that would be an action without insight, which is why doctors run tests. Yep. That's that's their thing, right? So when you think about that, what is an insight? I call the insight the so what factor, Right. So when you read something, well, so you read something, right? We, we, I was talking to somebody recently about, um, their, the, all the employees and the managers that work for them. And, and he was saying that, you know, people just don't read business articles anymore. They're not reading stuff. They're not reading business books. They're not reading business articles. They're not reading blogs. They're just too busy. You know, it's kind of the story. I'm just too busy to read anymore. And I believe that for the most part, but there are so many good blogs out there and there are so many good, um, articles and business books out there that are short, like these kind of learning nuggets now, um, that I think is really important. And I think that there are some people that are reading, but they're just, they're stopping at the end of the article and they're not thinking, so what? Right. So you read this whole article about Google or you read an article about Nike being one of the most innovative companies. And it's kind of like, well, so what? At the end of it, you finish the article and you walk away from it and somebody says, oh, you read that article. What was it about? And you're kind of like, oh, uh, Nike being the most innovative company. Like you can't give concrete insights or why that article is important. And so my friend Gretchen, she um, and she's also my business partner, uh, she reads this magazine, Fast Company, that both of us really love. And I love it because the articles are short and sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always have this one really big giant article sure. that's usually chock full of great information. But they also have these little tiny like one pagers to tell you about something um, that companies are doing. So like in this month, they or last month's magazine, they had an article about um, Google Fiber. And it's this kind of this new way that they're going to transmit the internet and it's going to make downloading. Um, if you've ever downloaded TV shows on your iPad or your uh-huh. computer, have you done that? Uh-huh. It takes an eternity. Yeah. It's like eight hours to download a 30 minute show or a couple yeah. 30 minute shows. So, um, but this new Google fiber supposedly is going to, um, allow you to download like a, a whole season of TV shows in like, I don't know, under a minute. 
I mean, some, amazing. something insane. And so, totally amazing. so when you think about how that would affect us in terms of we record the bright side and Jen sends it to me, um, in a file and it's this big heavy file and the email like takes its sweet time to get there and all that. And you think about how that would affect our lives. I mean, and being able to have it within seconds That'd be cool. instead of having it Very within, cool. you know, it'll be there in 20 minutes <laughs> or what have you. So, um, so that's kind of the so what. But as she reads the magazine, we both had bought the magazine. We both had read the articles. But what she had done is she'd taken it a step further. And for each article that she actually wrote on the page of the article in the white space, kind of one or two pearls of wisdom or insights in the magazine that she took from that article. And I thought, that is so great. I mean, here's these sound bites that, and she does it intentionally before we go to do a big corporate meeting or something. So she has these sound bites to add in. And I just think, what a brilliant idea. And I realize that's really what's missing from the way that I read magazines and articles is that I get to the end of the article and I'm like, huh, that was interesting. And I close the magazine. And then when somebody asked me like, well, what was interesting about it? Then I think, uh, I I don't know. I have to go back and read it again, right? To decide. And so now I've picked up this new habit from her about, um, you know, reading the article and then saying, okay, so what, why is that important? Why, how might that affect me? How might that affect my clients? How might that affect the world in general? And, uh, and just think about that because if you're not going to take the insight out of it, the reading of it, unless it brings you like peace and relaxation, there's really not no reason a reason to waste yeah. your time, exactly. right? Because you're not necessarily informing yourself until you've pulled the insight, in my yeah. opinion. Exactly. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of words on a page, right, without the insight. So um, so when you're thinking about the so what factor, it's the same thing if um, somebody tells you, somebody comes to you and says, oh my gosh, the housing market's going up. So what? Like, great. We all say, oh, that's great. What does that mean? Unless you're a buyer, then it's not so good. Yeah. If you're a buyer, it's like, ooh. Or, I mean, but we have some kind of, we understand the insights immediately, right? If the market goes up, it's harder to buy. If the market goes down, it's easier to buy. It's, you know, and it's less lucrative to sell. I mean, so there's, you know, we kind of have some of these insights built in. So what is important or why it's important to have insights is because without having an insight, you're basically driving blind, right? You're making assumptions about things. And especially in business, you think about that, you're making assumptions about what your clients want without taking the insights, right? Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Never assume that you know what people want because you might be wrong. Um, you want to ask the question. You want to try and get as much information as you can. Same thing with investing. It's like when you buy a house in Tahoe, it's generally good to check out the neighborhoods in the summer and the winter before you decide where you want to live because many neighborhoods, the snow takes forever to melt. And if you're somebody who can't wait for your garden to be uncovered, but you happen to buy a house in the summer when it was all beautiful in August, you know, you don't realize that the snow didn't melt till July. Um, that's a bummer. The week before you saw it. Right? Or you find out that your street doesn't get plowed very well. I mean, it's just there's things that you want to take these insights into consideration before. Or what's happening with the school nearby. Oh, we're getting completely remodeled school. Great. Now that probably makes my property go up a little bit mm-hmm. or something like that. So you need the insights so you're not driving blind and making assumptions about things. So... When you're using insight, you're basically doing the opposite, right? You're making an informed decision. 
You're deciding if you should keep a product or not. You're deciding if you should speak about a certain topic or not. Mm-hmm. So I always have fun. Um, you know, I post the bright sides after they air live. I post them on um, my website and there's a great tracking tool that shows statistics. And I always love to see which shows get the most traction uh-huh. because it helps me decide what I should talk about instead of just assuming that people really want to talk about A, you know, I can look in there and see, oh, they really want to talk about B. Yeah. Good thing I checked. That's good information. I'd be a lot of blah, blah, A-ing, and people wouldn't want to listen, right? So um, it's kind of interesting. So how can you get better at pulling insights, right? Like if you're not doing it at all, how could you get better at it? Or maybe you're doing it in certain areas and not others. So I think one of the first ways that you can do it is what I was talking about earlier, which is when you're reading an article online, just when you finish the article, write down in that moment, spend a couple of minutes, think, why was that important? What did I learn? And just write it down. And sometimes just that action, that one minute action of writing it down, cements it in your brain, mm-hmm. at least for me. Mm-hmm. Now, most people learn in different, I mean, everybody yeah. learns differently. So whatever works for you, you may be sitting here thinking, I read an article and remember it chapter and verse, and I don't need to write down the insight because I got it when I read it. If that is you, more power to you. I wish I was like that, but Wouldn't I'm not. that be nice? I, I just don't, I mean, I have too much, too much going on to, to have that kind of absorption power, but um, I wish I did. So you can do that. You can pull out your insights. You can also listen to shows. So there's 8 million podcasts out there now. There's lots of great radio shows. Like every week, there's five different radio shows, four or five on K Tahoe. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of and them. so, um, so you listen to the ones and at the end of the show, you think, okay, what were the insights? You just take that minute and it might be that you just mute the radio for a couple minutes while you think about it. It might be that you have a discussion with somebody like, oh, what were your insights from that show? Like, what are you going to do with that information? Oh, well, I might do this differently or I might think about posting up a flyer in my office after last week's show on what problem we were trying to solve mm-hmm. and see if anybody wanted to weigh in on it. I think also interesting, you might totally disagree with what you heard and it gives you reason to why to back up your own thought on it. Right. Or to research more and to see if, if that's worth, you know, taking a look at. So, um, so very important. So you can, um, do that at the end of shows you listen to. Same thing with TV shows and documentaries. Um, and then at the end of each class, there's just something I do. Any trainings that I do, I, um, I'll have people at the, I say the last half hour of the class and instead of like content filling it and just dumping more knowledge on them, I'll say, okay, take 10 minutes and write down three pearls of wisdom based on what you've learned today. You know, something that's important. How are you going to use it when you go back to work on Monday? Like what, how are you going to integrate this information that I've just shared with you into your own personal life or your work life? And that tends to give me the most retention in terms of stuff that people walk away with. Because if not, they kind of just walk out of the class or the meeting or the training session, like, Oh, that was inspiring or that was interesting and that's it. I think when you do that too, you own it. You do. And the second thing I do in those training classes um, is that I'll, and you can do this whether you're teaching Sunday school, whether you're um, training people in a class at the gym, like whatever it is that you teach people on is um, then I ask people to say it out loud. So I'll say share one. 
I don't have them share all three unless we're a very small, intimate group, but I'll say share one thing that you're going to do with this information. And then each person goes around the room and shares something. And A, it's incredibly inspiring for one. And B, it is the chances of them actually doing it now have gone up so much more because they've said it out loud. Right? So if I say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go home and listen to an old radio show and write down two um, insights that I had and how I'm going to integrate that into my life. Like the chances of me actually doing that versus me just thinking it are much higher now that I've said it out loud. Yeah, that's right. Right? So you can do your pearls of wisdom at the end of each class. And then um, even more on the technical side is this idea of when you're in the working environment and you get reports and um, so things, business intelligence reports, uh, profit and loss statements, you know, you would never go to an accounting meeting or a critique meeting with your P&L and look at it and say, oh, well, um, sales have really gone down and not give any insight. Right. Because somebody would say, well, how come? Exactly. Right. And so then you would say, well, because occupancy was down. Yeah. Let's say you worked in a hotel and then they might say, okay, well, so the insight is, is that when occupancy is down, sales are down. So what are we going to do with that information? Well, we're going to staff less. We're, we Maybe we're going to open shorter hours. Maybe we're going to offer some kind of special that gets people in the door. So the few people who are there definitely come in. Um, you know, there's all these things you can do with it, but without that insight, you're just saying sales are down, Yeah. right? You're not improving anything. So insights are really crucial. So I'll say again, to quote my friend Gretchen Pisano, insights without action or action without insights are either useless or destructive. So if you have an insight, either integrate it to your life or, you know, take action on it. And if you're going to take action, make sure that you're doing the research ahead of time and you're deciding on if that action has been validated by the insights that you've pulled. And then you'll be useful and instead of destructive, you'll be constructive. And that's where we're going, right? We want to make things better. That's where we should be going. That's the bright side of life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's over on the good side. Hence the title. So, hence the title. So um, so if you like the show and you want to learn more about myself, you can check out nourishlifecoaching.com or nourishbusinesscoaching.com. We also just opened the uh, P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. So uh, that's an exciting thing. Just got that site launched. And that's plinkscoachingcenter.com. So you can go ahead and look there. And we always love to hear your comments uh, on our uh, Facebook page. So check it out. And we'll be here next Monday after tax season when the accountants are really relaxing. We hope everyone got large refunds. (laughs) Oh, yes. Or didn't have to pay too much. Yes. However that works for you best. Yeah, so have a wonderful week. You too. Hey, halfway through April. I can't believe it. Time flies. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. We'll be back next week right here on K Tahoe.